0: I am unashamed. What about you?
1: I think a lot of our listeners, they don't realize what happens in the 30 seconds before we start. <laughs> we were just fixed to start talking about that. Just like, hey, hang on, hang on. I, I clean those ducks. I got to protect them from the neighbor's dogs. <laughs> yeah. you don't, We live in a place where you don't want to clean something you're going to eat. And just leave it.
0: You don't want to drop guts anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean. I'm sure people struggle with that all over America. You know, for some reason, I just saw that on a bumper sticker and I thought.
0: <laughs> we don't want to drop guts everywhere. Where's that? Where there's a dead carcass, the vultures will gather.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Phil today, when we were coming back from Duck hunting, he said, what are you doing? Because we pulled up beside each other. I said, I'm looking for my chainsaw. Because before daylight, yeah, I had cut some brush. I had so much stuff in my Wheeler that by the time I got the brush in there, I had to lose something. I just couldn't get it, and I was by myself. They would all took off, you know,
0: hurry up and go out. My there. exact words were a brand-new chainsaw. I said, it was a bold move. Yeah, but like I, w- said, I said, what am I talking about? We're behind the lock gate. I said, you know, the odds are well, with that's you. what I thought, but I thought.
1: I, I had it somewhat hid because I couldn't
0: find it. it wouldn't have been noticeable unless somebody no. was just looking in the weeds. I
1: thought I did good you in did. the dark to hide something on a road that if you were driving by you wouldn't notice.
0: Because
1: a, a redneck's got a nose for a chainsaw. Oh, it's Lord. like a chain. We it's, talked about that. It's oh. in the top five of most <laughs> stolen things. Right. Oh yeah. I, I walked by Missy and Mia last night. They were watching a movie. And it was some yuppie guy talking, obvious. I mean they're watching a movie. Yeah. But it was he was saying, Yeah, I'll I'll bring my chainsaw. He was trying to get a date with this woman. I wasn't watching it, I just heard it. And he said, I can bring my chainsaw and and cut some of the branches, you know, out in the outer edge of your yard. The way he said it <laughs> I said, Hey, He's never turned on a chainsaw in his life. And whoever wrote and, that never and, had either. And, and Missy said, what? She pushed pause. I said, that dude is not a good actor. He <laughs> he doesn't do chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I got It angry. offended you, didn't it? Yeah, I, I was offended. It was probably a probably Hallmark find, movie. You, you can't find a redneck and give him a token chainsaw role on a movie? <laughs> No,
2: we can't do that. No, no, there's no rednecks on Hallmark days or whatever they were watching.
1: No, I can promise you that. I forgot what we were talking about, but I just thought it was funny that Phil took off running to save the ducks that he cleaned, which would be bad. You go out there and there's, you know, a couple of leg bones. Yeah.
2: Because there's I'm a funny. bunch of dogs. Though, and they, are they pit bulls? Is that what they are?
0: What one is. of them
2: is. I think there's two or three of them. They tend
0: to be friendly enough, but uh, if you put some freshly picked ducks, it's. it's they're,
2: Especially ones we're supposed to
0: eat, you know. Yeah, I don't trust the dogs walk around. I don't that.
1: do dogs that come up and growl and attack. I I just go right at 'em. Yeah. I just say, Let, let's end this now. <laughs> and and that usually you know, it's like my neighbor's dog, uh Willie's I guess, adopted daughter. Yeah. They have a, a bulldog that bites everybody. And when I came well, every time I go by because I go fishing in Willie's pond and Willie's got a golf course so I'm playing that he came out he said he, I don't understand why this dog loves you so much of course I didn't want to tell him why
0: because <laughs> <laughs> people oh no
1: you were mean to that dog
0: that dog was fixed to bite me so and, so, so you and the dog <laughs> there was never a failure to communicate
1: <laughs> no he, he come running at me with teeth out and I went running at him with teeth out <laughs> And we met. And we have been best friends ever since that dog follows me along. And now he protects me. Yeah. So now he bites
2: people that try to get it. I just
1: we just hit. I hit him. We I just he was running toward me and I was running him. It's called
0: communication.
1: He weighs ten pounds. I weigh one seven. I won, <laughs> and now there's
2: a there's a love and respect there cause, you know love and
1: respect. But I mean, you can't be like my son Cole. I chewed him out, and sat him down. He he just graduated college. He come in there, he was bandaging up his ankle. I said, "What happened?" He said, "The, the dog bit me." I said, "What did you do when the dog came at you?" He said, "I ran." Yep. Yeah. I said. Evidently not fast enough. <laughs> no, because uh, if you get in a race with a dog, you're probably going to lose. You're going to lose the dog biddy. So what
0: you're trying to say, Jay is the dog was having a field day until he ran up on you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we moved to Austin, you know, and these two dogs, the next-door neighbors, they, they tried that. But these yuppie dogs, they're not like down here. Well, I, as soon as they come barking at me, I started barking, running it I just took Look, they looked at me <laughs> and, and ran back into that house and went through that little doggy door. <laughs> they went through that doggy door. I've never seen them again. I said, oh, you just okay. scared them. I said, boy, these yuppie dogs, they easy. To well, jump. they looked at you yeah. and
2: thought some homeless guys chasing yeah. us in the neighborhood. Of course, That's I what...
1: came in and Missy said, was that you barking outside? I said, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're stupid. They're stupid dogs were barking at. Them. I wish somebody had got that on camera. And she Watches. said, "Do you realize now that every neighbor?" thinks that we're crazy. Jase, I hope
0: you don't ever run into a trained police dog. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right.
1: That may not work.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, a man not, has to know his limitations. I'm not going to
1: take any lip off a dog. I don't think there's a dog in this world that can whip me. Ooh, Jase, that's yeah. a statement. But I, I just know one thing. Dogs know. When you come at them with confidence, most of the time you don't yeah. have to do anything. They say, don't fool with him. They do they'll sense. be your friend.
2: They do sense the fear. Yeah, I don't I, have any fear. I remember we were living in that trailer park up in Farmville years ago before we moved down here, and there was a deputy sheriff that lived about four or five trailers down, <clears throat> and he had a he had one of them German shepherds, and he had him hooked to a clothesline in front by the side of his trailer. We were up there playing, Jace, You may have been there. Right? I mean, we were little, but he he came up there and, and he said, "Now I'm visiting gonna leave. You see that dog down there hooked to that thing? Do not mess with that dog." Don't go anywhere near it. Y'all understand me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He leaves. Well, of course, when there's a bunch of kids, boys especially, and you say don't do something, mm. then we sat there for a while looking down there, and everybody wanted to go down there and see what the deal was with that dog. I mean, it's just it's human nature. I guess. Bad thinking. Bad thinking. So I was the leader of the outfit, so I went in there. So I went up to him, and he's just sitting there, you know, looking calm, he didn't bark. He didn't move. He just sat there, and so I got a little closer and got a little closer. But I was ready to run, you know, at any time. And when I reached my hand out to p- touch him on the head, he came to life. I mean,
1: teeth. <laughs> How you went about that completely <laughs> wrong.
2: So look, I, I took off running. Problem was, I should have ran straight away. But I was yeah. running down the clothesline. Well, he was just right, just just about to grab me, and I heard him go. Hee! When he got to the end of that clothesline, you know, oh, yeah. you
0: put, better be glad it was there. I oh, bet.
2: it was. Look, I kept running. I ran for a half a mile.
0: But I that's mean, I heard, my
1: point. Uh, if you if you're the aggressor, oh, they, I know they'll back down.
0: Well, I just saying it was this well, dog. Just so was, you know, I thought I, I, you know, what little ra- raising <laughs> you would get at the time, but I thought I raised you smarter than well,
2: that. <laughs> well, like Jay said, at that era, Dad, you weren't exactly around a lot, so no. that's what you you had to learn a few lessons yourself. I tell you what, I never approached another. Police dog or anything else. That's right. Well, that I've had matter. a few
1: missteps in my in my idea. I mean, one night I let my dog out. Missy was in Austin, so I was by myself. I let my dog out. Well, he took off, and I heard screaming and barking. And well, I thought it was another dog, so I took off running. But I was running alongside the pool. But it's at night, and so you know, I don't ever. I, if you see me in a pool, I fell in. <laughs> which is what happened.
0: <laughs> you because, your own. Well,
1: Missy had these, what do you call them, Uh like pool lounge chairs. Yeah. They they sit low. Yeah. Well, I didn't see that thing. <laughs> and I'm running wide open because I'm like, you're not gonna come in my yard and there there's a dog, wild dog in my in my yard is what I thought. Man, I hit that thing caught me in the knees <laughs> and I just did a flip, bounced on the where the around the pool and then just went in the pool (laughs) so then my dog jumped in the pool with me i guess he thought oh it's pool time (laughs) (laughs) so i I get out look and it was a possum so you know i did all that for for nothing i went in there i'm bleeding you know was the water cold was this was cold what do you think So, so oh, I called Missy. I said, "Well, I just fell in the pool. I was chasing a possum." <laughs> <laughs> the way that said, I didn't mean to say it like that, yeah. but I mean, I thought it was a dog. I, you know, I thought they were gonna get in a fight. I was trying to protect the dogs. And,
2: so, you know, um, the fact that Jace's story, is that? So most people, like you, look out. You you hear something. You know, most people, me and you, you're looking out the window, kind of gauging what's going on. Jace just runs straight into whatever, I mean, just, yeah. he talks about with the dogs, everything. he's just a get right in there and find out what's going on. That's, a, that's an aggressive way to I live do. life. Well, is. I run
1: with the dogs every evening about dark. Yeah, I told you that You told before. us that before. So I like it because all the sophisticated, yuppie neighbors that we have, which are some, yep. that we have, you know, Willie's in-laws, they, and I like it when they see me doing that because it just, they just say, just leave him alone. He's too far. <laughs> I came running by Johnny the other night. <laughs> what Johnny did? He's like, "Good garden, see what are you running after?" I said, "Oh, we're just running." <laughs> so I had your next door
2: neighbors' boys over to my house yesterday. So I, ca- I called them up and said, "Hey, y'all ready to earn a little money? Because I got a little job. And normally, when I have a job like that, I say I want strong backs and weak minds. Yeah, because you know, you just I need some some girl. I need somebody to get up and down the steps." Grunt grunts but them two are such little geniuses and they're super nice these boys are the nicest young men i've ever met in life aren't they
1: da- i mean they just oh, are mannered neighbor. yeah oh. the bulls boys. they're hey those boys are teenagers they're i'm i'm probably i probably have 10 percent of the intellect that those boys did. so when they
2: walked up i said well boys normally i say i need a couple of strong backs and weak minds but with you two I can't say that because your minds aren't weak. And they both laughed and they said, well, we, we'll do the strong back today. You know, they're just like super nice by what they did. They well, know. then they get up there. So I had them unloading all my Christmas stuff out of the attic. And what normally takes me and Lisa half a day, and I'm stove up for two days from doing it, they did it in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so I gave them two things. I gave them a bottle of water, which they were more excited about the bottle of water. And then I gave them a $20 bill, mm-hmm. which is pretty good for 30 minutes of work. But the reason I did that is because from now on, that's who I call for that job. Both yeah. the put up and the takedowns. Both I their get,
0: parents uh, are lawyers. They're both attorneys. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I gave them. There you go. And My, look,
2: they're from the ones from California, which you, you mentioned them the other day. Yeah. And I told him yesterday, I said, "I said Debo, I said, you glad you ain't in California anymore?" He said, "Oh, brother." I am, I get yeah. down on my knees and thank the Lord every day for being able to live in Louisiana and
1: get out of that hell hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're the ones I gave them when they moved in next to me. I caught them a bunch of white perch, and I and I cleaned them. I said, now here, we, to show you that we love our neighbors, right. I'm giving you the best thing that I got. I said, I possess a certain set of skills where I can go catch crappie <laughs> And clean them, prepare them for you, and I'm gonna give you a, a meal. And he's like, well, "We we've never eaten. What'd you call it? A crappie?" I said, "Oh, this is." So then I gave him the recipe. And when they the next day I saw him, he said that was the greatest gift of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I thought he was gonna say, Well, it ain't
0: saying much for California, that's for sure." No. I was like, "Boy, you give him some fresh." You know, clean crop. That little
2: one, he's just like the other two. He's he told me he was seven yesterday, and I said Ben, I said man, you're growing up. And I said I said, but you're the only one that's a like Louisiana boy. He said, uh, Mr. Robertson, actually, I am a Californian because I was born in San Diego, Uh and I know I was only there three months, but I still consider myself a Californian.
1: This <laughs> yeah. is like who's so? seven year old kid talks? You know, that's <laughs> when they had that that show. You know, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. I told Missy, I said, I'm not, because at the time that I saw this, that kid was five. Yeah. I said, I'm not as smart as a kindergartner,
0: because <laughs> he lives next door. Well, just right right, right prior to World War II ending, uh, I was conceived in California. Oh, that's right. And really? My, my mama carried me around on California soil for most of the gestation period yep. before they, the war was over, and I was born in. 46. Did you ever feel the homing beacon of wanting to go back to the home, the motherland? No, mother but, but it, it it marked me <laughs> because I was on California soil, and that's 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 why I had a troublesome, I've had some troubles in my life.
2: <laughs> it took you thirty years to get over that. You'll never
0: get over this California crap. I'll say this. Though.
2: Hey, wait, let's take a break. So we enjoy our black rifle coffee uh, that we drink on set here really good. And uh, another thing we really love about this company is we've talked about before, uh, these guys are veterans that started it um, and they donate that they they've donated over 45,000 pounds of coffee. That's over a million cups of coffee to soldiers who are overseas or to law enforcement officers are also firefighters. So basically in you buy a pound of coffee and they're going to donate a, that equal amount to either a first responder, a veteran, you it's know, a military. a great president. thing to do. It's an awesome thing to do. So just to let you know, if you, anything you buy in the month of November, it's almost over. We still got a little more time. It can be delivered by Christmas morning. So buy a bag, give a bag. This is a great thing to do to support our veterans. So here's what you do. You go to black rifle coffee altogether, black coffee.com slash Phil Uh, You Not only do you check out the freshest coffee, but also you're going to get an opportunity to help other people. So blackriflecoffee.com slash fill. You get 20% off your coffee, apparel, gear, as well as your first month of the coffee club, which we're all members of because then you get it every month. So blackriflecoffee.com slash fill.
1: I've said this before. There are some really good, North California. <laughs> we, oh, I, there's well, we sweet, duck hunted out there. We ran with them, and I was like, I didn't know there were rednecks in California. Because you know, yeah. we sold a lot of calls out
2: back in the day. Heck, a lot you of know, calls. You'd go out to Chico. Remember Chico? That's some
0: of the best duck hunting we ever ran up on. Awesome. awesome. pintails
1: yeah. everywhere. I mean,
0: all you remember the
1: we went to that town and they had like a hayride, and we oh, were, yeah. you stood on the back of a trailer and spoke yeah. and
0: the whole town. Modesto. Came out and, is that where we were? Modesto, California. Yep, they had yep. big hay bales up yep. in the city square. Yep. And I got up on the hay bales and preached the gospel to them. And we went duck hunting, you know. I thought that's when, that was about, when was that time frame? Oh, that uh, would have been uh, the 80s. Yeah, but can 80s.
1: you imagine some of those people coming from the cities just driving by, seeing that, thinking, what in the world? <laughs>
0: They yeah. were strong conservative minds. Right. Well, I mean, you
1: know, you and I
2: went about five years ago. We spoke in Bakersfield, California. It was some of the finest people we've ever met. I that's mean, right. It was. They were amazing. And, yep. and so I feel bad for them because I feel
1: like they're just trapped Boy. in this like
2: terrible. Well,
1: it makes me mad when people start attacking, which we've documented that well. When they're attacking people singing to God, and using the coronavirus as a way right. to stop that. I mean right. I mean they're like can't even do it with a mask on. And you can't even do it loudly. I mean that makes me just want to fight.
2: And I feel you know, people say, Well how do the people to stay? Of course a lot of them are leaving, but you always say, Well, it's because they're home. I mean they've lived there in, yeah. in Northern California yeah. and hunted ducks for generations. Well, it's for like the most, they don't want to have to leave. For the most part. There's nobody bothering them. You know, right.
1: California's a big place. Yeah. And
2: Except that, guys. You you the taxes are out of control. Now you got this the rolling brownouts. They don't even have power. You know, because of all these crazy, you know, Yeah, but how they could
1: say that about us? They're like, well, look at New Orleans, you know, during Mardi Gras. I mean, that's a well, million, I wouldn't that go might there. as well be a million miles away from me. Which is
2: funny that you're right, because when you say Louisiana, most people's only connection is to New Orleans. So they, oh, yeah, you, you guys are near New Orleans. I said, no, we're mm-hmm. we're five hours from there. We don't go there.
1: Yeah. Well, I stay <laughs> away from places that smell like vomit 24 hours a day. <laughs> is that just a general rule? Yeah. <laughs> it does. there's a lot of people getting drunk when you get out of the bus or the car and you're like what's that smell vomit. that's vomit well we have a new brother from that area
0: he said close to New Orleans right up from New Orleans summer. oh from uh, yesterday you baptized him? yesterday I, I had sister baptized him oh, look it's
1: up. great food and, and and I have some friends in New Orleans but a lot of that food is spilled on the sidewalks mm-hmm. a few hours later and after quite a few adult beverages.
2: Yep. Well, one of our longtime listeners, Ian, uh, we baptized him uh, last year, I think. He uh, he and I still communicate some. And he told me, he was like, you know, I've always loved New Orleans. I mean, he's been there for generations. And there's so much about the city, the history of it, his parents. But he said, you know, for the first time, you know, since he came to Christ and kind of had a new vision of living, he was like, I just don't know that I want to stay here. You know, and he's yep. still got his kids, his daughters are there, but so I know Ian's listening, but you know, I, it just it struck me, I thought, you know, it's a lot of people that have relocated here. You know, you had a family in from New Jersey the other in night. In fact,
0: we baptized them all and yesterday, uh JoJo, uh we baptized their parents and one of their children, but yesterday uh the guy from New Orleans was there and another guy from Texas, so they said they wanted us to baptize them. And I, after I preached the gospel to him, I just turned to that boy that had not been baptized over there. And uh, I said, you, you want to you join these guys? They, we fed them up the other night, you know, and did a little preaching to him. But I said, <laughs> you want to join these guys? He said, yep. Yeah. I do. I said, "Come on! <laughs> all you need to do is ask." That's right. <laughs> I Just ask. So, you want to join these two guys up here, or what, Joe? Joe, he said, "Yeah, I believe it will." Come on. I said, "Come on, boy." Which
2: is all what I've always loved about Dad is that he doesn't mind just asking it. I mean, if somebody yeah. just says, "No, I don't think
1: I'm ready," but I've shared stories. We just
0: moved to Louisiana, and they're from New Jersey, and he was telling me the the places to, you know. I said, "Can you can you hunt anything up in there?" Can you? He said, not really. He said, there's some kind of woods on the edge of it that there's actually trees. And
2: but What and he told me that struck me was when I met him, he said, "He said, you know, Al, he said, I've lived up there most of my life. He said, so for the last 25 or 30 years, I've been surrounded by the angriest, meanest people on the planet. Everybody mm-hmm. is mad at somebody. You do one thing, they're on your case. Your neighbors are, it's anti what we would see here. And he said, you know what? We moved down here, and then a hurricane hit within two weeks, and a tree fell across my house. He said, I had neighbors, people coming up I'd never met, chainsaws or cutting stuff off. The next day, the church showed up with a bunch of volunteers. He was like, we
1: were in culture shock. Yeah, now that is something good about the South and and, and you know what they call a Bible Belt. Because like my neighbor, the California yeah. neighbor's, I bet I three Saturdays in a row all day running that chainsaw, you know what's funny is is his wife bought me uh what do you call those uh like chaps or whatever for chainsaw she cause yeah. she was worried, which i was I'm not saying you shouldn't be safe, but I was like, you didn't have to buy. <laughs> She, they felt bad. They were like, oh, you're doing all this sawing, and we don't want you to be injured over here while you're doing it. Right. I'm like, no, this is pretty basic. We got it. But even when I gave him the crappie, which I did it again, I got him some more when I had a bunch, and his wife said, this is just so organic. <laughs> and I was thinking, "She, I mean, in her mind, <laughs> you just went down there, and you got <laughs> it, and you cleaned them and you just hate them, we. It's just organic. <laughs> Which is funny
2: because them being from California, right, is still in them the organic yeah. lifestyle. But it really isn't organic. We were we we grew up we were organic before it was a thing.
0: They are. Yeah, i have us used that now. A group yeah. of Mister Organics is all we are. <laughs> that's right. We start. We have duck and dressing coming up Wednesday. Miss Kay said that's Thanksgiving. Always, Get together. Good. No, are you th- going to
1: use those teal we shot today? Yep,
2: actually, I, I think this episode will air the day after Thanksgiving. So, okay. but at the same time, uh, I, I know that Dad, you're going to be looking forward to Black Friday. That's one of your big days of the year, right? What do you,
0: what is black? Oh, that's when the women stampede. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I heard about it, but
2: no. I thought you were going to go up there with Miss K and instead no. of hunt, instead of hunting that day, you'd be outside of
1: Walmart. At, well, at this 4 year I'm going to make a pack because every year I don't wait in
0: line <laughs> in town for anything.
1: Well, every year when it comes duck season, because the duck season days run together. Every day after a while seems like you don't know what day it is and. But when I go up on Friday, I'm like, what is going on? Because you can't – it takes you twice as long just to get to the house. <laughs> so this oh. year I'm going to be prepared. Well, I wonder if the,
2: if the COVID will change that, or are you saying people I still just go it. crazy? I mean, no, mean,
0: Al brought us the chicken and biscuits fresh from town. They were still warm today. And I said – That was kind of a – that was a lifesaver for y'all was wasn't it, coming out I of there. I mean, day. after saying, well, these are, these are good. I mean, I wouldn't be so bold to drive up there and <laughs> yeah. get in the line with the, and go buy them. No, but you don't mind if I would do that to well, bring it to. I you. say you did a good deed, there and you keep it. up Well, when you get to. up, it before. that's it. That's a You can do
2: this any time you want to. I said, Dad, I usually bring chicken when business. you get up. I before. go to town
0: once a week, so it gives me. Four. And it's only
2: on Sundays. That's why Dad never knew about Chick Fil A because they're closed
1: on Sundays. You may, there you go. <laughs> I like those those taglines when people say. That feeling when you go to Chick-fil-A, only to realize it's Sunday. That's <laughs> <Man laughs> oh, yeah. right. Let's take a break.
2: So, Dad, I don't know if you knew this or not, but on uh, Blaze TV, uh, Blaze Media, their merchandising shop, this cup with your picture on it is their best-selling item.
1: That's disturbing.
2: <laughs> so not not Mark Levin, not Glenn Beck. It's old PR with his little bandana and sunglasses on. Now There's this a... one, this one's is one of the newer ones. It also has on the other side because we did this with the book. I ride with mm. King Jesus, now that's, which now that's a pretty that's cool exciting. thing to have we on the We went from disturbing about. to exciting. <laughs> so anyway, you want to check out some of their gear? Uh, Unashamed Merch, M E R C H. That's one word. Unashamed Merch dot com. You can find all the stuff they got there. Uh, also, we talk about it from time to time, if you'd like to be able to subscribe to Dad's show, uh, In the Woods with Phil, you go to blazetv.com slash unashamed. You get 30 days free and you get $10 off, which is really good. So now's a good time to do that. It's a great Christmas idea uh, to give some. My dad has about, I think we're almost up to 800 episodes or something like that um, That's on, that we've done. Can you believe that? Somewhere between six and eight hundred, but uh, they're little video blogs and a lot of dad, a lot of stuff, you know that uh, that you don't get on the podcast. So get check them out for some merch, or also subscribe to Blaze TV. No, so but you're right, and you know it's interesting, Dad. I thought about just this is just as a point. You saw this still ongoing about the election, still hadn't got stuff decided, back and forth. And you go if you ever would go drive by Chick Fil A especially our one here in town, you talk about running some volume through a place. Oh. Oh. If, the, if Chick-fil-A were to take over counting votes in America the president's going to give you a commission. Chick-fil-A, you figure out how to do this thing. We would have everything. would we? You'd know everything by 10 o'clock that night.
0: It can be done, Al, but the reason it's not done is the electorate. We've gotten so corrupt. Yeah, we can't even count votes anymore. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, honestly, count. But it.
2: you know, because if you talking about fish, is that not the most efficient? I mean, it's Jason fishing. and I live in town, so we know. I, I, I can't even go to another fast food place anyway, because I, then you are sitting there in line half the well, day. Chick fil A. That was that was they were. I would say today when I stopped by and got those biscuits for y'all, I was in the in the process of about fifty cars, and we did it in seven and a half minutes. 50, p- 50 cars went through the drive thru in less than eight minutes today. Now, you got to have a system. That's a well,
0: there. oil machine. Oh, they're yeah. out there in the well,
2: parking lot. They're taking your order in your car, and then you you know, you know come by, the food's ready. Well, here's
1: the problem we can, we can blame whoever we want to, but we can't count ducks. So, <laughs> I mean, I asked today, we, I mean, we, it's constantly changing.
2: I mean, you're saying, uh, is there somebody in here that can count? I mean,. <laughs> You need to put Phyllis I mean, in charge of that. One time we were smart. at
1: 20, and we shot some, and then we were down to 17. <laughs> and I thought they were joking. But I was like, no. So I was like, well, what happened to wrong <laughs> earlier. <laughs> they
0: were saying we killed four on that round, but, you know. Oh, but then you didn't pick up. Well, that. that's what the bushes. happens Because ah.
1: people, of course. Because
2: you got human dogs today, right? You didn't have your dogs.
1: Phyllis is, that's why I'm so tired. Yeah. And we basically... And Phil treats us the same. Oh, no, I said on the left,
0: back, further back. He didn't fall right there. You're gonna they're get... actually better than dogs, but they'll wear out quicker. That's right, because the dog never complains, well, Jay, right?
1: usually running around, but he wasn't today. So He's I, not quite been himself. So I yeah. kept.
0: A human, you can say, go left. He's left. He fell to the left, and, and, and they go left. But a dog, so, you got to give him the right, full. Blow your whistle. He got to turn around. Yeah. And look.
1: Well, that's the problem. Is a human though will argue with you. <laughs> that's right. He'll stop the dog. Well, and complain so, about okay. it. That's right. The dog yeah. never we're does it. Back that. on the dogs again. <laughs> but at least you don't whine as much. As I longer. don't know. <laughs> 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 I was tired. That's why we were so hungry. Because when you get up before four o'clock. Your whole body changed by 10 o'clock. You, you'll you run through a wall for a chicken biscuit. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you just the hunger. I don't understand what, what, what is going on. But yeah, I guess when that, I came
2: in today with that bag of biscuits, I have to say, you boys perked up. I was I looking,
1: mean, you handed me a biscuit. And I was like, are there any more?
2: <laughs> well, I had two more <laughs> I was going to give to Godwin and uh, Jay, but they never showed up. Oh, so perfect. there you go. Y'all got to eat there. So I guess we'll get back to John 18. Uh, yeah. and finish up that discussion
1: we started last time. Um, Which, by the way, we're going to do Thanksgiving. What are we doing out here? Are we doing at it with Phil? I think oh, we're doing it, doing it at Willie's. Phil does the duck and dressing. and Then we'll do the sea- – do we do the seafood? No, that's at- Christmas. Well, we do, though. I think so. My Because you know what happens – John
0: Gimber's fried, fried turkey said my wants. dressing, Can't duck, and and duck dressing.
1: But then – I got a smoked ham. But in we Arkansas. usually do it the night before Thanksgiving. That's right, Wednesday is our day. So thing. on Thanksgiving, I have Missy's family come in. and Oh, that's they, when you, you do you that. T- you talk, well, what happened was, because they're from Yuppieville too. I hope they're not listening. But <laughs> and, and so somewhere in there, I've noticed that through the years, now they're leaning toward, Let's no, do you have any deer? Because, you know, they'll come by and I'm right. cooking a little deer. Right. They eat that and they're like. This is the greatest thing I've ever eaten. So we've gravitated towards seafood, deer, things like that, which has been Kinda like
2: we do for our Christmas because we don't want to repeat the whole turkey, ham, well, right and all that. I
1: mean, I'll eat turkey once, <laughs> and then the next day let's move on. But I'll eat a deer. I eat a deer every day. Right. You know. Right. So I'm kind of excited.
2: About well, that. the Robertson spread is always. I mean, it, it's traditional, but it's. I mean, it's extensive. You know, just because uh, we do – Gimber uh, fries three turkeys or maybe four because, I mean, we're our, our family is getting huge. That's why yeah, we've been is. eating at Willys. It's so big because they're I like
1: them mustard-based
2: fried turkeys. Yeah, yeah there's something The bark it. on them is what's makes it. I mean, Which
1: it's mustard and
2: – Mustard? just peanut oil. Mustard and peanut oil, I think. I think that's it.
1: You don't put flour, does it? mm mm-hmm.
2: They that, but it doesn't taste like mustard. No, it doesn't. Well, it's just like a crappie. You don't yeah. taste it on them either. It's just that bark that's on there. And, of course, Dad's duck and dressing. I mean, Dad, you got that. Like, I think yours is even better than
0: Granny's, which was the original, but you mm-hmm. got that down. I watched her make it, and she asked me, she said, how come you're always standing here when I'm making this? I said, I'm not going to forget how you're making it because <laughs> I right. like it. Exactly. And I said, yeah. I'm going to make that, Mom, just like you make it. Yeah, And you usually have
2: a a little, uh, hopefully some green-winged teal in there, which yeah. the baked duck is really good if it's with dressing. Well, that's what made right. me
1: so happy today. I mean, we killed a bunch of ducks the first two days, but it was it was just a frustrating hunt. But today, M3 green-winged teal came left or right because that's the first green-winged teal. We killed one single uh, Sunday because I thought, Okay, those are your eating ducks. that's so right we you non duck hunters that is the greatest eating duck that's good there, I yeah think. it's just got the
0: we got the thanksgiving ducks on the third day, woodies and teal, yep, they're the
2: best they're the best and use the so when you do your dressing uh you use the duck fat I mean, you boil the duck, so you, is that that duck stock is what you put into duck the stock. dressing okay. that's what makes it that's what makes it so good yep, yeah, you know duck the fat on duck,
0: most people don't know this I mean it's really the best. Part of the dough. It's cornbread, onions, bell pepper, and so celery. So you cook the
2: cornbread first and then just yep, have it
0: ready and uh, put in some, uh, f- say, a rack of Ritz crackers and about two racks of saltine crackers. And uh, you get all that crushed up. And then you put your, have your veggies sauteed. Which put is what's the onions, veggies? Onions, bell pepper, and celery. I already cooked that down where they're done. Louisiana it, Trinity. It, plus, it's a pretty good pile of it for that much of Jason. You put that over in there. Then you cut it with, with uh, duck broth, and, and you get it to where it's the right consistency, about a one can of pet milk. Check it for salt. You salt the cornbread and all, but just check it for salt and black pepper a little bit, and you stir it around mm-hmm. there, and and then the ducks you boil to get the broth, yep. the duck broth, you just take them, and I usually strategically place them like all the way around. It's a big pot like yep. that, a huge pot. I just go all the way around like, three woodies in the middle yep. and circled by the wood of the teal <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I didn't realize it, the whole presentation you have a oh, whole it's way a, it's it's when you lift the lee at people whoa
2: <laughs> 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 I've seen it before it's like
0: ooh
2: yeah. Yeah. but dad's is and a, this is a <clears throat>
0: Not a dry dressing. Yeah, I was going to say most
2: people's dressing is a dry dressing, which I don't care m- much about. This is moist. For. This is moist, not runny, but right, moist. Exactly. It makes it, it good. Runny's on it. Yeah, and I never ate it as a kid when Granny made it because you know oh, it's got onions and it's got this. And now I mean it's so delicious. I'm like you idiot. It's you, good. Thirty years you never ate this. You it are, that. You girls, you just heard that. it.
0: It's an easy recipe, but you do have to have ducks. The chicken's fine, but ducks are better.
2: Yeah, and some people use turkey for it, but ducks are far superior. Ducks make the best dressing. Let's take another break. So, yeah, that's that's been our tradition, which has been really good. And then we we did it that way so we could do our family on Wednesday, and then other people's mm-hmm. family on. And of course it kind of started because I used to work for the church and we wouldn't meet on that Wednesday night. So it was a better time for me.
1: You know, a lot of people have that same problem. You have kids and then all of a sudden they're visiting their family and trying to deal with all that. And I can't imagine where families have trouble yeah. getting together. So I say the number one rule is you got to have great food. Yep, I'm telling you, people are happier and they're more thankful. That is true.: When you're eating, well, That's yep. exactly Don't right. go buy some dry, crappy turkey, stuff. you know, Yeah and say, "Well, I don't know why everybody's so upset. <laughs> I know why? Because they're hungry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> By the way, Al, uh, I just noticed uh, you, what you put there, you said, notice what happens when you can win a debate with ideas, and, and I've spoken openly to the world, Jesus replied. I always taught at synagogues or at the temple where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who heard me. Surely they know what I said. When Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby slapped him on the face. Mm-hmm. And Je- and Jesus said, is this That'd the way so you mad. answer the high priest? Is this the way you answer the high priest? He demanded. Well, It reminds me of when the guy came up and asked me about it was a homosexual behavior, a sin, and I just quoted a verse Mm -hmm. that that, that the Lord Jesus, being God in flesh, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, had written down. So I just quoted what was written. Way back two thousand years ago, but all right? the people who got offended didn't know that was a Bible verse. <laughs> I know that, <laughs> but they came after me just like him. Yeah, they said, "What are you doing?" I mean, that you—that idiot! It's out there, and I thought they don't—they don't know it's a Bible verse. Yeah. So after a couple of weeks, somebody finally said, "He just quoted a Bible verse." Right. He said it where the list of sins, mm-hmm. you know secular moral, the idolaters, the adulterers, the male prostitutes, the homosexual right. offenders, and the, and greedy, thieves, drunks, slanders, swindlers. That's about 10 of them. And it was all in the text. Well, I just quoted it, but I didn't say, look into your Bible, the First Corinthians chapter 6, verse yeah. 9. I just quoted the verse when he asked me, did I think it was sin? I said, well, give them a verse. That way, if they get mad. It's not what you think. It's what the that way they won't right. get mad at it me. A,
1: it was a good attempt and your point because i was sitting there when you when you yep. quoted the verse <clears throat> is which is the beautiful part of what jesus does and why he even went through this hour of darkness it says and that is what some of you were I but you were washed you were sanctified I gave you them were that. Made, made holy the, in the name of jesus did I you mean, notice
0: they conveniently left that out <laughs> all right. I think that got purposely
1: omitted if from
2: they the that article. left part out of it. Well, that. so here's the it's a great thought to bring this up because I think it's exactly what we're dealing with here between the Jewish leaders, between Pontius Pilate, Herod, all these other ones and then the evil one is they have to create a narrative. That that man came down here with a narrative in his mind. Yep. He already knew what he was going to do. The questions were irrelevant. <clears throat> this is what happened here in this If situation. I
0: had known what he had just asked Jace, but Jace was sitting across the room a little bit, right. and I didn't know that the guy who unleashed this news media on me and everybody else, I didn't realize what he had just said to Jace. If I had known, I, I might have been a little more tactful. I just but, was, but, but quoting the verse is pretty tactful. But anyway, well, he came to Jace and yeah. said, do you really expect us to believe that you had never had sex with your girlfriend before you married her? Yeah. Jace, Jace, what was your reply? I said, I don't care if you believe it
1: or not. I... <laughs> 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 he had heard that. All, he got it off the Internet. I guess he had heard one of my speeches, yep. and I had made mention of that. And my point was not that I was bragging. I was just saying, I'm going to trust that God's way is the best way. That's what he said. And then I usually do a little deal about I'm having the greatest sex on earth. Disease free, comparison free, yeah. shame free. I mean, there's a lot of three so, nice things about it.
2: So, yep. the, so the point of the whole thing was, <clears throat> Duck Dynasty. Whoo, man! Millions of people are watching.
0: I didn't know you know that nobody many would rally for me. Nobody thought, oh, really knew much like. about it was, us. It was I mean, about selling I was, magazines. It was about, that's but that's
2: it was also about his goal. He had that, an agenda was to take us down, yeah, and a notch. You know, let me just tell you who these people really are. And there, you know why I know that's right? Because it, to this day, if if you found the guy that wrote that and you went to his website, one of his taglines under his accomplishments is the man who took
1: Duck Dynasty down.
2: I mean, that's what he has so on you, his website.
1: Which it depends on what your definition of down. <laughs> well, yeah, because we're still here. That yeah. The
2: funny thing about it was it, it didn't cancel us. I mean, maybe for some people it did, but I mean for the—I'd well, say I we're just still drew rocking the line,
1: which is what our culture does. That's why we're so divided. Everybody wants to pick a side. And there ain't but two, and so you kind of got the far right and the far left, and everybody make up all this stuff about well, the five percent is what elects people, but you know we're we're just a divided country. Right. So if a lot of people, if you. Because when the show first came out, it blurred that line. People just watched it because it was funny. They liked it. In my opinion, it was funny. They liked it. But So the far left said, well, wait a minute here. We can't have our people watching those people. (laughs) So dig some dirt up and let's see. Somebody go do an expose. Oh, no, these people love Jesus. (laughs) You know, I told you all that story the other day. I mean, this is a bizarre story, but... Hang on before you tell that. Let's take uh, one last break. I walk into a convenience store. Yeah, this it's, it's, was bizarre. four thirty in the morning. I'm not thinking clearly, but I'm just saying <laughs> four thirty. You know, so I'm got some duck blind. It's opening day of duck season. I'm excited. You know, I got some few knickknacks here at the store. There's nobody there. I'm the the hideous nature of this coronavirus thing. This guy behind the cash register is about eight feet away from me. There's plexiglass. There's a thing I'd never stopped at this store where you put your money
2: underneath, up
1: it. underneath, and but I mean we're so far apart. I'm like, hey, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. He says what the money, whatever it is, fourteen, fifteen. So I take a twenty and a quarter, and I like kind of toss the money toward the tray because I'm thinking. They're big on social distancing here. Yeah,
2: you're not one to so. And I'm here.
1: looking back, like getting, because I have a hole in my wallet. I drop coins everywhere. I need a new wallet. So, because I noticed there was a coin coming out. So I'm like, I toss the money, and he says, "Why do you throw the money at me?" And the, he was like, real thick accent, not you know. I'm sure he not from been, around here. He's he had, not Middle Eastern of some sort. And so I went, do what? because he said it kind of rudely. Brusquely. Yeah. I was like, why did you throw the money at me? I was like, oh, no, I didn't throw it. I just were so far away, I just kind of tossed it. And it didn't, as you see, it didn't get halfway there. I thought he was kind of kidding that it was a terrible toss. And he's like, he took the money, and he said, here's what you do. And he slammed the money down, and he shoved it toward me. I said, this guy's a, <laughs> He's having a bad day. I said, Well, look, it definitely wasn't anything personal because I, here's what I said I love everybody because I love Jesus. Uh-oh. Well, 99% of the time when I say something like that, that's a, that's, that diffuses things. Yeah. People say, Oh, oh, he didn't like that. It got worse. <laughs> now, you know, he's hot. I brought up Jesus. You dropped you Jesus on him. And so Probably not a Jesus he's looking man. at me. He's like, you should not throw money at me. I said, well, do you want the money or not? He went, no. I said, okay. I got the money. I left the stuff and I walked out. I will never be back here. I just thought it was the craziest thing, but I'm bringing that up because when I brought up Jesus, It just took a turn for the worse. And then I realized, you know what? Probably doing things you shouldn't be doing. Mad at the world. I mean, literally, I'm telling you, I did nothing to invoke this. Maybe a follower of Allah. Probably. Maybe. But when I there's a narrative. That's why when you said that about narrative, I thought about that. I was like, in his mind, he thinks I think I'm better than him because I'm been in America my whole life, and oh, oh, you're going to pull the Jesus card on me and you love me? No, I'm not going to let you love me. Mm. That's what I felt. And he was willing to for you to never come back. So, I mean, even just
2: usually these guys are pretty, like, friendly because they want business, you know.
1: Yeah, I said I'm never coming back. He said,
2: good. (laughs) (laughs) And you tell me where it was. I'm never going there. You know, I've never been in that I was
1: like, what's going on here? I'm trying to give you my money. And, and the toss was, you know, I thought it was kind of funny. He took
2: that as a And look,
1: insult. I, I want to be clear. There's plexiglass that I'm pretty sure I couldn't have shot a gun through. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's not like yeah. it was anybody in danger from a quarter bouncing <laughs> on, on the counter. I just thought it was a strange thing. But my go-to is when there's a confrontation, which this one shocked me, because I didn't do anything. That I bring up Jesus because I thought I'm gonna let you know where I stand, and, and I said it's not personal. I was halfway apologizing, so yeah. it was not my intent. Right? I, I just didn't. I mean, I was we're we're a long way apart, buddy. That's kind of what I was doing. Ha ha! No ha ha. Yeah, he, <laughs> he had an issue. Yeah. Well, and that was that was my
2: point about this whole thing, and I and to be honest with you, I'd never I've studied John many times. I've taught it. And I guess it's because of where we are now as a people and where we are in our country. But I never realized how political this amphitheater was around Jesus in this moment. Because he was the only one that was telling the truth. And everybody else had a narrative. I mean the Jewish leadership, they wanted to kill him because they wanted to shut him up. Remember yeah, they, yeah. they I mean that was their You
0: referred to old Pilate as hold on to power without being boxed in by truth. Exactly. Which... boy you talk about a statement out you know, of this it, day. Isn't today.
1: it sad, though, in our society as human beings, that God knew the one thing He could count on was the hypocrisy of religious leaders that's and right. political people yep. to
2: do what shouldn't be done? And you put them yep. together in this situation, uh, and that's what they came up with. So yep. the pilot, the whole time, doesn't want to execute Jesus. He don't want to have anything to do with it. And what's funny is I didn't bring it up in my sermon yesterday, but his wife had a dream during all this that's going on with him and Jesus. And she tells him, she said, don't have anything to do with that man because I've had a dream and I've suffered greatly because of it, which I've always thought that was super weird. Cause I thought, where did that come from? Like, I mean, I think is that from the Almighty? does
1: communicate in dream. I mean, cause I, I, you probably have had the same thing. Oh, happen. Yeah. A lot of the sermons I've given, I
0: woke up yeah, oh, yeah. literally.
1: It's like, where's the pen? <laughs> think
0: about it out. Look, uh, Roman rule without uprises. That's the way got, we got to roll here. Because that was his job. Just note, no Remain popular without extreme positions. That's right. Like this Stay month. in the middle. Well, Al, be pragmatic without offending anyone. Yep. So you put all these together, hold on to power without being boxed in by the truth. Yep. Al, I got a question for you. What's changed? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm saying when I looked at this
2: and I saw Pilot's response to it, it's exactly what we see today.
0: Exactly. Exact well, it's,
2: it's same thing. Like these things. news
1: channels, though, <clears throat> that you talk about that narrative. The truth is irrelevant. That's right. Whatever happens. That's the last thing they want is the truth. You spin it. I mean, yeah, Phil brought up the controversy with us. What I noticed is, is all the conservative outlets. Well, they were all nice. Mm-hmm. They were. It, they never asked. They never asked. Well, what exactly happened? Which would have been a good question. <laughs> I wanted to tell it. There was one part. Uh, the Sean Hannity actually called me while I was duck hunting. I don't know how he got my number, <laughs> and I don't know why I answered. To be honest, but <laughs> he tells he he, so funny. he said what? What? What happened? Uh, now that was a good question. Yeah, but none of the rest of them. They didn't ask what happened. Because
2: everybody had painted their own narrative. It didn't you, matter what you
1: happened. just didn't matter. No, no. matter what happened, and I see the same thing with the president. Oh, yeah. Or, that they just picked the side without right. getting the facts. Right. So old, in the old days, you know, they would just report the actual news, say, here's what happened. Those days gone. are over. They're gone. Now yep. they want to tell you why and why it shouldn't have happened. I mean, it, it's pretty well, sad. Well, I did
0: get the gospel preached to all of them before it was over because every time they would stick a microphone in my face for six months, <laughs> and they would say, would you give us an interview? Dad, Dad did yeah. a press conference
2: every Sunday yeah. in his Bible class. I club. said, go <laughs> right up the
0: stairs right over there. I said, I'll be there in five minutes. You get the interview. They all would hustle the cameramen, and they'd all jam into the room out. And I said, I got them, got them inside the, the within hearing range. I would preach the gospel to well, her. I remember it, and it all finally ended up about six months later. One of them walked up there and said, "Will you give us an interview?" I said, "You just had it, forty-five minutes." <laughs> I said, "Do I seem like a hater to you?" She said, "Not at all, Mister Robinson." But remember, said, we had. I said, "Put that on TV, would you?" But it never made it. But no.
1: Remember, look, we had like I don't know, Good Morning America came to my house. And they we did a live breakfast with the crew of Duck Dynasty. You know, it was, we we're getting we we're on the show. I don't know if you, you were there or not. Mm-hmm. I heard, but it was me. It was uh, you know my family and Miss Kay was there for some odd reason. And so as soon as they open, we're talking about live TV. Of course, it's not too long after yeah. that controversy. The whoever the newswoman is, I mean, it's like five, four, three, two, one. You're on. She we're here Jay, you know, the Duck Dynasty and she looked over and she said, "Okay, would you love a gay baby?" Now that was the first question live, <laughs> which it was awesome yeah. that she asked Kay that yeah. cuz you know, I'm thinking Wait a minute, how, the baby, how do you know it's gay? I was thinking this. case you mean a happy Kay baby? Kay said, of course, I love all babies. <laughs> so cool. I love it. Cause, I mean, Kay doesn't have a malicious bone no. in her body, you know. She's like, but I thought to myself, they probably had a meeting somewhere, and they're, and they're like, try to shake them. Shake him mm-hmm. up. Ask him like yeah, some kind of you know of some kind of question. Refer it back to the controversy. You know, and I I just thought to myself, this is coming from a narrative that totally destroyed whatever you were trying to accomplish with let's have a breakfast in here. Because yeah. I know a lot of people. It's the say, same oh, thing what with that question is it's that it's the same
2: thing we talked about before with oh, what's his name it used to be on NBC that the Matt Lauer. Remember, soon the first question was like, do you expect us to believe this show isn't scripted? I mean, yeah. you're like. Is, is that where we're we're here to talk yeah. about that? Remember, it was just the same deal. Like, yeah. the, but that's the the narrative. The narrative is you're popular, we don't like your politics, we don't like where you're from, we don't
1: like your your faith, we don't like your faith, and so we're <laughs> going to attack you. That's where that's so, this is what spawned what now is known as the cancel culture, right. which is they're we were one of the early
2: ones in that whole thing.
1: Think well, about yeah, you. people try to try to cancel you. Which the people who are cancel me. Okay. I have an <laughs>
0: upcoming
1: book. <laughs> you I sit a, around and cry at night. We were really kind of canceled I have an anyway. upcoming
0: book expecting it <clears throat> within a few months. Yep. About that very about issue. The Beth Canceled. The culture.
2: Code. Dad's got a really interesting take. Uh, the
1: only thing oh, I like, every time I hear that word cancel, I think of that verse in Colossians. I
2: have to know, don't, you're diving into it. I know, but I I'm just saying. You're writing the book, right? <laughs> it's because I preached that
1: sermon about three times, and these people who keep trying to put us under some legal code, right. I'm like, what does canceled mean? <laughs> he canceled the written code. But people say, but not really. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, we're out of time. Good stuff. Happy Black Friday.
0: May your aim always be true.
2: Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze BlazeTV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.